Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Franchise Euphoria. Josh Brown here. Today's episode is brought to you by Franchise 5. Why Franchise 5? I'm glad you asked. Growing your franchise in a slow, deliberate, and thoughtful manner is a smart way to grow. Franchise 5 helps you do this by expanding five locations at a time with a zen-like focus on the geographic locations that make sense for your growth. To learn more about this, go to FranchiseEuphoria.com forward slash Franchise 5. That's the number five. So FranchiseEuphoria.com forward slash Franchise 5. Now to today's episode. So on today's episode of Franchise Euphoria, I'm thrilled to have on Bobby Malik. Bobby's a multi-unit franchisee for Jimmy John's. He currently owns four Jimmy John's franchises in Florida, and he has another in development. But prior to opening his sandwich shops, uh, Bobby played professional baseball, where he was a part of the New York Mets and Los Angeles Dodgers systems. Originally from Canton, Michigan, Bobby was also a three-time All-American and Big Ten Baseball Player of the Year at Michigan State University. He's got a wife, uh, Michelle, and twin daughters, Harper and Riley. And I'll tell you, this is an interesting interview for me. We we were a little bit uh, short on time, but wanted to really kind of walk through with Bobby his briefly, you know, his professional baseball career and how you, you can tell those lessons and things that he learned along the way from not only being a, a baseball player, but he was also ended up being a coach um, as well, really have transitioned well for him into the franchise world. And the approach that he takes in terms of the process, following the processes and systems and the team and being able to communicate well. And so I think that that is a a big aspect of of what I appreciate about this interview and uh, having Bobby on. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this interview with Bobby Malik. Hello, Bobby. Welcome to Franchise Euphoria. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? Doing great. Uh, excited to have you on the show. I uh, love talking with uh, folks who are in and around the franchise world and you being a multi-unit franchisee for Jimmy John's, you're, you're certainly that. But you you also have this really cool background that you played sports and you played at the highest level. You played professional baseball. Oftentimes, I know that you know things you learn from sports transfer over nicely into business. So take a couple of minutes. Tell us about your, your sports career. Yeah, I was uh, a baseball player at uh... Started in college at Michigan State uh, before getting drafted by the uh, New York Mets. Uh, played uh, seven seasons, about made it up to AAA, so I was right on the doorstep. Of What'd you play? What, what position? Uh, outfielder. So Cool. Um, you know, and um, so I had a great, great career. Made it pretty far, made it farther than uh, the majority of people that go out there and play, and I had a great time doing it. Um, you know, got to travel all over the country and got to see some different countries as well. And so, I mean, it was just a great experience. And then, uh, you know, got to coach a little bit more, uh, you know, kind of extend that extra couple years in the game and uh, give back and do some stuff like that. But, you know, then we were just kind of looking for the next phase in life. And, you know, the business opportunity of Jimmy John's came about and, you know, I always remember them from college and, you know, the late night, you know, sandwich stop and, you know, quality and the freshness of, you know, Jimmy John's really kind of stuck with me all those years. So just seemed like a good uh, segue. So in total, how long were you 
part of professional baseball, both both playing and then coaching? Uh, total probably about 14 years. And then did you – so did you realize at a certain point when you were coaching that it just wasn't something that you were going to pursue for the remainder of your – you know, because a lot of people get into coaching, it's like that's what they're going to do and they're just going to – at what point did you decide that you wanted to get into business um, – or was it something that just kind of came spur of the moment? No, I think I always kind of wanted uh, a business. Um, you know, it was just something that, you know, when you got done playing, you weren't quite sure what was the next step. Uh, coaching was kind of an odd, you know, an easy transition. Um, and I did that for a little bit. But I think I always had in the back of my mind that, you know, I was ready for something else and something more. Um, and uh, actually started the Jimmy John's business while I was still coaching. So I kind of did both for about two years. And then as we started to grow um, the business, it just, it became too much. And I, you know, I just needed it uh, to focus on the Jimmy John's. So before you bought Jimmy John's, I mean, did you have your eyes set on Jimmy John's the whole time or did you look around at different franchise systems? Of course, you know, you, you look around and stuff like that, but you know, you know, one thing that from my playing career, just being disciplined and, and and having, you know, those routines and those, you know, baseball players are very creatures of habit. And, uh, you know, when I got talking to Jimmy Johns about just how their day is set up and, you know, they, they have these punch lists that we follow and check off everything that we do every day. Um, some people think it's monotonous, but me, for me, it's it's it was just what I've always used to doing. You know, and and so it was like, okay, we're gonna you know slice the lettuce. It's like getting your reps in, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. So you know exactly where you are during the day, and um, for me, it, it's the organized aspect of it was was really what I really was drawn to. So when you when you researched Jimmy John's, you know, talk a little bit about maybe the process um, that you went through in terms of investigating the franchise, looking into it. And then, you know, before you signed up to become a franchisee, tell us about that process. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I did, you know, I think most people, you know, go and there's other, I guess a, a third party, you know, kind of headhunter was going to kind of position me and to give me options of what type of franchises I might do. You know, I just didn't really, fall into that category too, so much. So, you know, I kind of went off on my own and I had a buddy that, you know, was in Jimmy John's. And so I got a lot of information from him, but Jimmy John's does a really good job of, of bringing the people in to meet at their headquarters. You almost get interviewed and uh, you get an opportunity to interview them. And so that was really the process for me. As much as I did look at other stuff, I mean, it was really the the meeting at, at headquarters, meeting the people, just learning the insides of the brand itself. You know, it was a, it was a very smooth transition from my playing career to uh, Jimmy John's. And you, so you own multiple locations now. Did you start off as part of a multi-unit agreement or was this something where you tried out one and then you just sort of grew from there? Yeah, I just, you know, one at a time. You know, once we felt like we had one figured out or at least we thought we had one figured out, then we go to two and, you know, two to three and then three to four. So uh, we ended up purchasing the three and four. They were already open existing stores. So we bought them. But the first two we developed and, and we're working on a fifth one. Nice. Where, where are they located? Where are you located? I'm in uh, Port St. Lucie. 
the first one was in Port St. Lucie. The second one was in a, a town just north of Port St. Lucie, which is on the uh, the east coast of Florida, about you know 40 minutes north of West Palm Beach. Um, the third and fourth location and the fifth are, are going to be in Naples, Florida, which is actually on the other side of the state. But it's such a good market, and, you know, we just had to had to jump on it. So tell me about some – I mean, because you at this point, when you opened your first one, you didn't have – maybe you did, but you didn't have any experience in fast food businesses, did you? <laughs> you know, really, I – you know, playing – Baseball from high school to college, uh, I never really had a real job. I mean, I did cut some grass around the neighborhood and, you know, odds and ends type things like that to earn some money, but I really never had a job or anything like that. So this was like my first real job, I, I would say. So, What was that like for you? Well, it was a little bit different than be- being a baseball player for sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, you got, you got 15-year-olds you got to manage, right? coaching aspect kind of helped me a little bit, you know, understanding how to work with, you know, kids that are younger than you and and stuff like that and try to get the most out of everybody. So I think that was, that, that was very helpful. Uh, It would have been a little bit, probably more of a challenge going from playing to being, you know, the boss or anything like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I got to imagine, especially, I mean, obviously playing, you know, you're part of a team in baseball. There's just no better example of a, of a team sport, right? I mean, there's, you know, Obviously, there's individuals, but if the team is not functioning as one unit, you're not going to be very successful. And that that transitions over into business. And um, but also, obviously, the coaching aspect, I think, really probably helped you out from a management perspective and being able to communicate with people and clearly communicate with people. Because, you know, as you you probably realized in and saw, you know, there's a difference between being a player and then being a coach where you sort of know what to do, but now you have to communicate it in a way to your players so that they understand it. And the same concept transfers over into a Jimmy John's or any business, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Jimmy John's, I mean, they, we, we need to make sandwiches in 30 seconds. So you need a team, you need, you need your bread starter, you need your meat puller and you need your consolidator and everybody has a job to do. But, you know, as the manager, now you have to train those, each of those individuals to do their job. And then you have to trust that they, they can do the job and allow them to succeed for the betterment of, of the store, you know, and, and serving the customers in that, in that freaky fast way. All the details are, are laid out with Jimmy John's. And, and that's the one thing I really, really like about Jimmy John's is, you know, they, they do have a proven success rate and everything is in the details. What was that like for you, though, going from, I mean, you know, it's one thing and it's a challenge in and of itself to open up one franchise and be there and learn the business. And, uh, you know, I I imagine you hired a you hired a manager right off the bat or did you did you open the store with the manager? Well, we yeah, we had a you know, we had a manager that we ended up hiring. Um, But, you know, I have family, you know, my dad, my mom, you know, they're they're in the store. You threw your dad and mom onto the line. Oh, absolutely. They're they're cheap. (laughs) You know, they, 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 they love it, you know, but we've had a good run. And, and luckily, you know, in this high turnover business, you know, we were very fortunate enough to keep a lot of our employees for quite a while. You know, obviously they, they go to college and 
you know, move on in their lives. But for the most part, we've we've had people stick around for quite a while, which has really helped us be able to grow. Well, what was that like for you going from one store to two stores? Because now, you know, when you have one store, one of the obvious advantages is that you have one place to go. I mean, you you know, if you don't want to be there all the time, that's why you have a management team. That's why you're building it out. But if you need to be there, you can be there. If you have a problem or if somebody doesn't show up for their shift, you can go fill in if you're in a bind. It becomes a little bit more challenging when you add a second location because you can't be in two places at the same time. Talk a little bit about that challenge. Yeah, for me, I think, you know, it was a challenge, no doubt about it, but it just forced you to be prepared. And it was just something that, you know, my baseball career, you know, you, you get scouted in ports and, and, and you, you do some of your homework beforehand. And then once the game starts, it's it's just let it go play and have some fun and enjoy it. And, and I think that's a little bit like Jimmy John's. I mean, we spend six hours before we open prepping and doing all, you know, the lettuce, the tomatoes, the onions and cucumbers and all that stuff. And then once the, the, the store gets open and we're serving sandwiches. I mean, we're, we're just making sandwiches quickly. And I think it's all about being prepared. And, and that's, you know, for two stores as well. I mean, now you have to do twice the work. You have to have communication with, you know, both your managers that are opening the store. You set some goals and, and, and you get to track them. You know, I mean, baseball is a big stack game. You know, so is Jimmy John's. And so is, you know, a business. Um, you're always constantly looking at your numbers and, and it's not even so much, you know, just what you're doing. It's it's how efficiently you're doing it. So, you know, that's what we kind of strive for. And, and we can be better tomorrow than we were today, then, then we're moving in the right direction. Now, was Jimmy John's, when you went from one location to, you know, your second, your third, your fourth, were they involved? I mean, obviously, they have to approve that process. And I know the process you have to go through to do that logistically and legally and everything. But were they involved? I mean, was there additional training or additional assistance to help you so that you didn't feel like you, you couldn't manage these multiple things, at least at the outset until you kind of got the hang of it? Well, I, I don't know if it was necessarily any more additional training, but this level of support Jimmy John's gives you uh, throughout, even if with one store, um, is, is tremendous. Um, we have somebody come in every three to six weeks to come in and help us um, as a support visit. We can call it headquarters at whenever we want and uh, if we need something, assistance and you know, there's constant communication in that. And the training that, that they give you to open the first store, it, it goes through every aspect of your day. I mean, it, it, it goes to turning on the oven in the morning. We have to sign off on it. And then to closing out the computer at the end of the night. I mean, so it's it's all in the details. And for me, I think with with that support system that they've established, it, it, it's allowed us to grow to more units and and you have a roadmap of what the day is supposed to be like and the expectation is set and written down and, and you just go and follow it. So I think in, in that terms, I think it that is the biggest reason why we were able to go to multiple locations and not really be there, you know, for every every aspect of the day. 
So give me an idea of what your typical day is like, because I know people listening who are contemplating becoming franchisees. You know, there's a lot of misnomers out there, and I always try to dispel them that you know just because you're buying a franchise doesn't mean everything is done for you. You still have to run a business. Talk a little bit about what your typical, if there is such a thing, you know, day is for you with these numerous locations. Well, right now, you know, I'm still learning how to run three and four. We Three and four came about, you know, at the beginning of the year. So it, there's no typical day. But I do think one, one advice I would give everybody is you have to be present. Um, you have to get to your stores. You have to allow your employees to see you. I think uh, Jimmy John's promotes, you know, lead, lead, leadership by example, taking the toughest task. I mean, so your employees that just got hired, um, they need to see you and they need to see you working. So I make a point to be in my stores throughout the week. Obviously, I can't get to all of them every single day, but I'm there a couple times a week and, and going around various stores and just being present and talking to them and, and communicating with them and finding out how they're doing and seeing if, if really for me, it's it's taking some of the burden or stresses away from uh, the managers that are at the locations each day whether that's calling uh, the AC repairman or, you know, we had a cold table go out uh, last week and, and you're just, you know, fixing things, making sure that they have everything that they need to be successful. Now, I know that there are many challenges in any business. What are some challenges that you've had to face? Because I think it's instructive for people to, to hear that and understand that. And, and how have you overcome them? What are some of the things that maybe – you didn't anticipate that it's like, okay, well, I got to deal with this because I think that happens a lot more than people think in franchises. Well, I mean, I think I think I touched on it a little bit. As much as we've been successful in, in keeping our employees for you know longer periods of time, it's still you know when we bought these two new stores, you know, the employees are 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 the the reason that your your stores are successful. And they're your constant biggest, you know, issues sometimes with turnover and stuff like that and training. And uh, it's really about just spending some time with them, teaching them the, the, the proper way to do things, um, supporting them so they feel like, you know, you're there for them and you care. And, um, and, and because then they'll, they'll show that to your customers. And, and then it's just, you know, the customers appreciate that and they come back, you know, more frequently. But, you know, people is the biggest, uh, is the biggest, you know, factor in this, in this business. I mean, it always is, right? Always in the restaurant business, whether you're, you know, sit down, fast food, you know, fast service, quick service, whatever you want to, wh- whatever type, it's always uh, a constant challenge i don't mean that in a negative connotation it, it, it can be at times but just a challenge with you've got a very fluid nature with a lot of the workers there Absolutely. you know that come and go and some stay some don't even with management you know you got to deal with that got to deal with that as well tell me what some of the things you do because obviously in the sandwich business there's a lot of competition i gotta imagine around your stores there's there's probably several options that people can go to what do you try to do to continue in addition to just the brand itself of Jimmy John's, but are there things that you do as the franchisee, as the owner to kind of 
go that extra step, go that extra mile to help keep people coming back and feeling like, you know, if I'm deciding between this store and that store, I'm, I'm going to Bobby's store. Well, you know, I, for me, I'm still a franchisee and, you know, I had zero experience in this business prior to Jimmy John. So this is the only thing that I know, but what I do know is Jimmy John's has been pretty successful since 1983. So I'd be foolish if I tried to deviate from their success. So I really just try to replicate, you know, what they train and what they preach. And, you know, it's, it's love, hugs, and smiles. It's, you know, treating your staff right. So then they treat the customers right. And it's that never ending cycle. And, uh, you know, just try to excel and be the best that we can uh, each day. And, and that's what it is. And, and there are going to be bumps in the roads. There's going to be days where you see some challenges that get thrown in your face. And, and it's all about the way you, you know, get back up and persevere. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, I've had four strikeout days in baseball, you know, but there's nothing I can do about that. It's in the past. We just got to wake up in the next day and, and we have another game to get ready for. And that's kind of the, the mindset that, that I've kind of taken with Jimmy John's is some days we have really great days. Some days are very smooth or most days are very smooth, but some days, you know, you, you have some challenges and, and you just have to get back up, get back to the basics and, and, and follow the playbook. Yeah, and I think that you know, you're, from your background, it seems like it's a natural good, good fit because again, you're used to playing as part of a team. You're used to playing a role. You're used to, you know, following a process and a system, and that transitions so well uh, to the franchise world. And I think it's also really impressive that you know a lot of athletes, when they retire, they really end up not doing much more with their lives. So I say kudos to you for having the uh, wherewithal, the planning, the ability to transition from a sports career into, you know, from, from all accounts, looks like a successful or budding success of a business career. So kudos to you for doing that because that's hard to do. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of work, but it is enjoyable. I mean, it really is, especially when you, you do keep those people around or, or they go out and they come back, you know, after they've gone to college and, and they come back to see you. And it's the relationships that really matter at the end of the day. And, and to see see those things develop and 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 uh, from a business, you know, that's that's awesome. So if folks are down in Florida, they need to come visit you, right? They need to come get a sub. Oh, absolutely. Port St. Lucie, Fort Pierce, or Naples. That's fantastic. Well, thank you. Thank you, Bobby, for taking a couple minutes out of your busy day. I know you're a real busy guy and I appreciate you coming on. And I, I have no doubt that, you know, the knowledge and information you shared is certainly going to help some folks who, who are tuning in. So thank you so much for that. Thank you. Thanks for being with us today on the Franchise Euphoria podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to go to iTunes and provide a review. Also, please remember that although Josh Brown is a licensed and practicing attorney, nothing contained in this podcast should be construed as legal advice, because it is not. The information contained in this podcast is general and educational in nature, and none of it should be relied upon as legal advice. 
That being said, if you have questions for Josh and would like to contact him, please email him at josh at franchiseuphoria.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you tune in to our next weekly episode.